Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by special guest, John Frank Hammond. Most of you would know him walking around the city. He is an icon. He is a legend. But more than that, he is here. Um, his name is John, but you all know him as the Milverine. So, uh... I've, 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 after looking for about a year, I finally got him with me. So without further ado, how you doing, Milverine? Doing really good. It's doing good? Yes. <laughs> after this whole setup, thanks for being patient, man. Okay. Yeah, so um, what, 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 what's new? What's going on? Well, you know, I, I'm doing like various things. I was at Puddler's Hall last night for a comedy show. I got to meet Charlie Barron's. Famous here, uh, Milwaukee area, and yeah. probably famous all over, you know? Yeah, YouTube. He's a big influencer. Right. Yeah. How was that? How was the roast? It was a roast? Oh, yeah. It was Puthers Hall Roast, Milwaukee Roast Championship, semifinals. <laughs> there was a, several excellent comedians there. There was a lot of laughs. These constant laughs. A really a great show. Mm -hmm. Wow, awesome. Um, yeah, man. I've been, I've been trying to track you down for a year. You're a hard guy to find. You walk around a lot, though. Yeah. How is that every day? You just walking. Well, it's good because we take different areas, and the weather is always different. There's always different things to see. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, let's uh, let's jump into it. Where were you born? Born here in Milwaukee, 1962, on the South Side. South Side. What yes. area in the South Side? I, around the Pulaski High School area. Okay. It's around 27th in Oklahoma. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. My wife graduated from Pulaski. Where did you graduate from? Pulaski, 1980. Yeah, good old. Is it the Rams? Yes. The good old Rams. Did you play any sports? I tried wrestling for a while, and then like I didn't want to like starve myself to make a weight, so I got into weightlifting, yeah. and you can just weigh anything at weightlifting, you know? Yeah. Um, how was your childhood growing up? Oh, absolutely perfect. I grew up midway between Wilson and Jackson Park. There's always a place to go. There was Al Simmons Field. Yeah. There was a lot of things in the area like yeah stores like Southgate Mall Point Lewis you know you had the Point Lewis Theater the Southgate Theater all within walking distance mm -hmm. man you also had the you had the hockey hockey oh uh, yeah the rec at, center yeah the rec center that was really something when you're really young that was a huge pool back then yeah what were hobbies that that were real real big for you growing up well I was playing sports all the time you know yeah. oh, the three main ones baseball football basketball you know, track and field, boxing, wrestling. Yeah. You name all the major sports I like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, seeing you walk over, it's, walk over all of Milwaukee is pretty impressive. Um, what's a day in the life of Milverine? Well, in, in what way? Like just in, in, in general, you walk everywhere. Uh, is there, do you have a set destination where you're walking? <laughs> you get no, no, up. No. We just go like different areas. Yeah. Sometimes we like at night, we like going down Brady. There's a lot of people there. We know people that work in those various places that own the places. Yeah. We go down Oakland Avenue. We take the Oakley trail down Esbrook park. There's always different things to see. Yeah. And you always have your, your companion with you. Yeah. My dog has unrelenting stamina. I can walk all night. Yeah. What's your dog's name? Princess. Princess. <laughs> Treat Princess good. She seems very happy. 
Yes. I always see the pictures, you different places all over Milwaukee. Um, who gave you the name Milverine? Okay, some guy that works in the third ward in advertising. He's a big fan of the X-Men, and he couldn't name me uh, Wolverine. He got a patent on that name, so he, they named me uh, Milverine for um, Milwaukee's Wolverine. <laughs> How did that feel when, he, uh, when, that, when that happened? Actually, he did it without telling me, and I just gradually found out about it. Wow. So I thought it was humorous. You know, I got a kick out of it, you know? Yeah. Mm. Man, you love walking. Yeah. If that's, uh, that's the one thing. Um, how many miles would you say you walk a day? Probably 45, 50. 45? Right. 50. Your legs don't, I mean, well, you probably just, uh, you know, come accustomed to it where yes. they don't burn anymore. Definitely. Um, what, what, what gets you walking? I don't think I, anyone's ever seen you in a car before. Because I don't like cars. My dad never drove a car. My mom didn't start driving a car until she was in her 40s. So basically, we had a whole family basically walked every place. Yeah. Mm. Man, uh, well, you, uh, with all the walking, you know, you, you, you want to you wear comfortable shoes. What, what type of shoes do you wear? What brand? Is there a certain brand you stick with? Believe it or not, no. I just get, like, all different kinds of shoes. I never pay more than $25 a pair. Mm-hmm. I don't think if you pay, like, a lot more. Basically, if you can walk far, you're in good shape. You can, if you're out of shape, you can put on the best shoes and not be able to walk very far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, say, say someone wants to come along and, and, and make you a brand shoe. What would you name it? Probably the Happy Wanderer. <laughs> happy Wanderer. <laughs> <laughs> the famous German song, like, you know. Yeah, so what part of Milwaukee would you say you love walking around the most? Probably the older neighborhoods is more to see. Once you get, like, south of Oklahoma, it's basically you see a lot of ranch houses. I mean, basically all the houses look alike. The architecture is better in the east side because it's all different houses. Yeah. There's a lot more things, like various churches, various parks, just various everything, you know? Yeah. Man, well, I'll tell you, I always love walking on alongside bradford beach that's always a cool place no definitely you know better beach than those in la right definitely yeah <laughs> believe it or not bradford beach usa today said it's one of the best urban beaches it beats a lot of the beach beach venice beach in california yeah well you know you you you, you ride along or you walk along um bradford you always see volleyball games the huts where they serve their yes. the drinks um it's it's a cool place bradford when was the last time you were down there I'm down there all the time. You know, we've been getting out down there a little bit later, but we're down there basically all the time, you know, because we take that Oak Leaf Trail to Esbrook. And you get off, it go around there, Lake Park, you know, Bradford Beach area. Yeah. Mostly later at night. My dog doesn't like hot weather. Yeah. But it likes everything else except real hot weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always keep water, you know, stay right. in the shade. Um, how old is your dog? Three. Three. Good old princess. Has been sick for one day. That's, I mean, well, you keep her pretty healthy with all the walking, man. Right. Um, how, did you, how did you come about uh, getting a princess? Believe it or not, my brother, he was going by this area. Mm-hmm. And some, there was dogs for sale. And he goes, look, and says, man, I want that one. You know, he saw it right away, and he knew I'd like it. Yeah. And you really don't know because it's a mixture of beagle and a tzu, and it took after a beagle. It's basically 95% beagle. Mm-hmm. Even though it's got the fur, you know, I say it's a beagle. People say it doesn't look like a beagle, but it, t- it takes after a beagle. It's got, you know, if you see it soaking wet, it has like a longer body. It looks like a small greyhound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you say you love most about Milwaukee? Just everything. The people, the neighborhoods, just about like everything. I can't single anything out. 
But, you know, all the festivals, mm-hmm. you know, Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra, all these like uh, jazz in the park, like chill on the hill, you know, all these places. You even got one at Caddish Park. You know, they got all these concerts around the city during the summer. Yeah. I mean, there's just constant activity going on. Yeah. Well, you, uh, you know, you, you like your outside life. I found out that you like opera. Oh, of course. And <laughs> who are uh, opera, opera singers who stand out for you? Okay, you know, when you, you mentioned him, everything, uh, you see Jarlene, he's like the Swedish tenor. Yeah. He's regarded as the greatest singer of all time. Very few people know about this guy. If you want to uh, look him up, all you have to do is first name, J-U-S-S-I, opera mm-hmm. singer, J-U-S-S-I. Greatest singer of all time. Pavarotti agrees with it. He asked Pavarotti about this Yuzi guy, and he says, I can't compare myself with him because I'm only human. Yeah. That's all they looked about this guy. You know? oh. what, um, how did you come about liking opera? Okay, they had that three tenor concert. You know, Pavarotti, Domingo, and Carreras. Okay. And basically that was huge. And then through that, I found out all these other names. Now, the best singer ever born in the United States is Mario Lanza. Mm-hmm. Lanza is basically a step above Pavarotti too, believe it or not. Yeah. Absolute superstar. And I got to meet his son, David Lanza, at Festa Italiana years ago. Really? Right. How was that for you? What was that? What were the like, emotions, experience? It was like the vast majority of people, even Italian people, didn't even know who Mario Lanza was. So like you mentioned the name Damon Lanza, they basically go, who's what? But for me, that was like the big thing. That's like would meeting, the, if you like basketball, meeting the son of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Because Lanza, he was the top, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like Jordan was the top basketball player. Yeah. What, yeah. Um, you know, do, do you go to uh, concerts every time they come in town or... Well, I come, you know, sometimes they go see the MSO, you know. You know, they got it at the Warner Theater now. It's supposed to be a really good place. They spend like $100 million, you know, renovating it. Mm-hmm. And everybody that goes there likes it now. Okay. The thing is classical music, basically, you know, like there's 70 members at the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra. They can walk the streets of Milwaukee. Nobody knows who they are. Yeah. So it's not like something that like a lot of people know about. For sure. Well, it's definitely unique. You don't come across a lot of people who... You know, not saying that it, it, it's bad music. It's just, it's an acquired taste, would you say? Yes. Yeah. Well, kudos to you. What's a notable, uh, you know, you're a notable, um, basically like icon in this city. You know, the city has definitely embraced you. What does that mean to you? Well, I like it because my parents grew up in, both my parents grew up downtown. Yeah. I had a lot of relatives over in Milwaukee over the years. You know, my dad grew up with Bill O'Donnell. Bill O'Donnell didn't even drive a car to the county executive until after he retired. He would just get on mm-hmm. a bus in Wisconsin Avenue and take him to the courthouse when he was county executive. Yeah. So if you live basically in the downtown area, you really don't need a car. For sure. You can just get your stuff right there, you know? Mm-hmm. So. What, do you feel like sometimes the attention is a lot? No, it doesn't bother me because I'm constantly on the move. I don't like standing on the street corner and wave to people. I'm constantly moving, you know? Yeah. You know? Well, you're, you're very active on social media. Yeah, I just started it, like late yeah. November last year. Yeah. Um, you know, we get the pictures of you and Princess everywhere you walk around the city. Right. You know, you're, you do live videos here and there. Right. Um, and you kind of, you know, go around the city talking about um, what's, what would you say, um, what was the longest walk you've taken from point A to point B? Probably about 75 miles. Damn. You know, you just keep like five miles an hour, you know, walking, and then you, you can just average it out for 15 hours, you get 75 miles, you know? 
you know, you're walking all the time. Do you ever run? Yeah, I like, like, I don't like run slow. If I run at all, I like to run like 400 meters as fast as I can to get the heart mm-hmm. rate up. I like running up and down hills. Do you ever listen to music when you, when you oh, walk? Because I can't, because, you know, basically you got a lot of traffic and everything. Yep. You don't want to be distracted. All it takes is one time to get hit by a car, you know? For sure, for sure, yeah. Right. Um, what type of music are you into? Uh, <laughs> well, other than opera. Okay, I can know? just tell you my three favorite summer songs. Okay. The Summer Breeze, you know, by, what, what do you call those guys? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Seals and Croft, I think they are. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Summer Nights from Greece and Summer Nights Hitted by ABBA. Okay. Those are three great songs summer, you know? Yeah. How was your past summer here? Absolutely fabulous. We were out every night. Every Sometimes night. 14, 15 hours. So I basically, I really keep up on all like social media stuff. Yeah. What, uh, what area do you consider your home? Not giving out your address, but... Probably we, Bayview. Bayview? Right. Yeah, that's the stomping grounds where you right. do the most. Yeah. Um, what's a favorite restaurant you have in, in, in Bayview? Believe it or not, I haven't eaten out in a restaurant in 40 years. Wow. I'm not a foodie, you know? No? No. Okay. What's a, a, you know, we live in Wisconsin and drinking is a big thing. Never drank in my life. Really? Yeah, not at all. Good for you. I'm going on two years. Oh, good. Yeah, man. Milvoreen is sober. (laughs) Always has been. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you would never want the urge. It's, you know, it's just a way of life. Right. Um, growing up, who were mentors and influences in your life to, to the type of character you have? Because you're, you're genuine, you're humble. Um, I, I hear nothing but great stories about you. Um, who, well, who were mentors and influences? Probably my dad. Your dad? Right. Yeah. And my dad was real humble guy. You know, you either walk or take the bus to work, worked at the courthouse for his whole life. Yeah. Right. Tell us, tell us more about your dad. Who... Well, my dad, he had like a twin brother and three older sisters. You know, I grew up in Milwaukee. And, you know, just like they mentioned, you know, Bradford Beach, you know, know, go down there. You know, this was back in the 1930s. My dad was born in 1925. So, you know, the city was growing there. My dad had a bar on State Street in the 1950s when the Milwaukee Braves were really doing good. And that's the last time. I think they won, like, in 57. Mm-hmm. The last time they won a World Series, and that really brought excitement. During the 57, the Braves were the big thing in Milwaukee. Baseball was number one back then. Basketball and football weren't quite as big then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, man, um, yeah, Milwaukee Braves. Didn't Bob Euchre play on the? Yeah, I think he had, like, uh, his average was 200, one home run, and three RBIs. <laughs> Look at you. Right. So sports is a big thing you like. Right, right. <laughs> who's uh who's your team of choice right now? I like the Bucks, I, you know. Love Frank it. Frank Giannis, the greatest basketball player in the world. Yeah. He needs a guy basically to take some of the load off him. He can't carry the team on his shoulders by himself. Yeah. Right. Um have you ever had the chance of meeting him yet? Or? No, no, no. Well, we got to make that happen. You know, he's a little smaller than me. I'm just kidding. Hey, you know, I like to see this guy. My favorite basketball player before him was a guy named Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah, for sure. I like to see him. Think of both those guys on the same team. Who could beat him? Yeah. Those guys up and down the court. They do everything. Well, they're so tall. Right. Giannis has the Euro. Um, but believe it or not, some. some well, they just guys. linked up, I think, yeah, but for some, training. 
A lot of people don't know those guys. Some of those guys, 6'9", six, 6'10", six, are clumsy as hell. These guys could move up and down the curl. Like oh, for sure. Right. Legends. They're physically strong, too. So you were down by the Deer District during the of championship? Course. Yeah. I was there every night. It started, like, basically. It went all the way from, like, May 20th to July 20th. It went out for two months. Yeah. It's just a gradual build. When they lose a game, everybody be really quiet. You read yeah. a game, it's, like, wild as hell, you know? Yeah. When, when they won the championship, what was that emotion? No, that was like, I've been waiting for 50, 50 years. I remember the first time they run this was way back in 71, you know, mm -hmm. Kareem Jabbar, Lou Alcindor, that was his name. Yeah, when Lou Alcindor was drafted out of UCLA, he signed autographs down at Gimbel's. I was one of the first people to get his autograph. Yeah. My dad's number one sport was basketball, and he was a real good. He played in the CYO League. He was like an all-star in that. Yeah. And I would say he was, he was like a white version of Allen Iverson. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, my dad, if you saw the guy, he's like 6'1", he had the hands of a guy like seven feet tall. Wow. Once he got that ball in his hand, basically he could do anything with it. Mm -hmm. It's just like John Stockton, the guard. He could just shovel, you know, just run down the court and like pass it because his hands were so big. Yeah. That's one of the real key things in basketball. You hands? can't be a great basketball player if you have small hands, period. Yeah. Simple as that. Here, worded from the Melvarine. Right. Well, you love the Brewers, too. Of course. I mean, I was going, you know, when Bud Selig bought the Brewers back then, they were yeah. basically they were getting like 5,000 people to go to some of those games. Yeah. And in 82, it just exploded when they made the World mm -hmm. Series. Mm -hmm. And basically, they got down to seven games. They lost to St. Louis. If they would have won that game, that would have really been something. Yeah. What, did, what was it like for you because you were around during that time where they, uh, the clubs changed? The Braves went to Atlanta. Right. Brewers came into Milwaukee. How was that? That changed because I, I could tell you, you know, going from Miller Park to Am Fam, it's kind of one of those, you know, it's the future, but at the same time, you want to hold on to what the the legacy that was built. Yeah, the thing is, with Connie mm -hmm. Stadium, it's ten thousand more seats in the current uh, place in mm -hmm. American Family Field. But the thing is, every seat now at American Family Field is basically a good seat. Yeah. You just, you know, you can have 80,000 seat stadium and all those seats crammed together and every seat lousy, but that American mm -hmm. family field is far superior to County Stadium. Yeah. Right. Um, County Stadium, what are, what are your best memories in there? Man, being on those bleachers, you know, getting on Reggie Jackson's case, the Yankees are the most hated team. Yeah. There's a series there, everybody's getting on Jackson's case. You know, the Yankees, you know, they couldn't stand it. It was like the most hated team at Reggie Jackson. They would pick it up. Yeah. You know? uh, play right field, and everybody in the bleachers there would say, hey, Jackson, you know, you're a bum, you know, that stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, don't hate me for this, but I was born in the South Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> the Bronx Zoo. <laughs> the Bronx Zoo. Hey, Sparky Lyle, he wrote a book, The Bronx Zoo. Yeah. He said on Reggie Jackson, they did a Reggie Jackson candy bar. Mm -hmm. Some people were throwing him out in the field. He, yeah, Sparkleia <laughs> went up, opened up a Reggie Jackson candy bar, took a bite, and he said it tastes like cow flop. Yeah. <laughs> really, that's in his book, The Bronx Zoo. I'm going to have to check it out. Right. You know, baseball, um, who was, who was your ultimate favorite player growing, well, growing okay, up? Okay, when I was growing up and everything, you know, Hank Aaron, they brought him back for the DH and everything. Mm -hmm. I really like Cecil Cooper. Cecil Cooper, yeah. yeah. A lot of people, you, know, you get up to the plate and everybody go, Coop! No, not lower than that, like, Coop! Coop! Was, yeah, the people that know, they think they're booing him, you know, but it was basically Coop, you know? Well, we had a player on the Bucks where we were like, Moose! Who was that guy? Uh, John Henson, I think. Okay. Yeah, Moose! Right, right, right. I think that was his name. But that year in 82, like, Cooper basically hit over 300, had a lot of home runs, a lot of RBIs. Yeah. I think he hit, like, 345 that year. Man, well, yeah. I mean, you you got to watch some some legends. Yeah. Robin Yon. Right. Cecil Cooper. Right. Hank. 
Euchre. Right. Man. Most just people, total legends. Robert Young, when he started, he was 18 years old. When he's, you know, he's one of the youngest major leaguers of all time. Yeah. He's kind of scrawny. Then he built himself up. Yeah. He started hitting for more for power. He had a lot of doubles, you know. And one year, yeah. I think he hit over 20 home runs. Yeah. Well, um, fingers, too. You got yeah, Raleigh fingers. Raleigh fingers. The finisher, you know. <laughs> you know, when they started having those beliefs, you know, like save those games and everything. Yeah. At the time when he retired, he probably had more saves than anybody. You had a special moment. With the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, yeah, throwing out the first pitch. Yeah, man, that's uh, not many people get to do that. Right. What was that like for you? Well, I know some people try to, like, overthrow. So you just calmly take and throw to the catcher. Yeah. I know 50 cents, like, get overexcited. He threw the ball into the dugout, I think. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, I watched as you went up, you were... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know? You got to show like you're a little bit excited. You can't like act like you don't want to be there, you know? You, you sound, you looked like you were, you, like you had right, a right. mission, man. Hey, I was, I grew up playing baseball. I was a pitcher, you know? How did that opportunity come about? Okay. Some guy that does the events there sent me a message. Would you be interested in that? And I said, yes. And it was all set up in like three or four days. Really? Right. Man. The thing is, he was texting me. Uh, you know, he told me to text him on the way there because they want to set it up. You can't, you know, that's a live thing. Yeah. So if you show up like 20 minutes late, I mean, it's over with. Yeah, that your chance is gone. Right. Man. Well, so many people um, watched it. So many people shared it, you know. Right. I was still searching for you. Oh. <laughs> you're the you're the Milverine. Right. And I am Professor Xavier. Professor? <laughs> Or Harvard? Yeah. yeah. I am Charles. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, with summer coming to an end and fall coming right. in, what are the plans for fall? Well, you know, the things I got set up and ready, I'm going to be at a wrestling show next week. Then I'm going to be like at a UFC event, maybe in Waukesha County, you know, in the cage, okay. like taking pictures with people. Okay. Then I'm going to be at a meet and greet at the Harley thing, you know, with a couple of professional boxers. Mm-hmm. I like professional boxing at cage fighting. I'm like, I consider myself an expert in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, you, you, get, you get invited to a lot of events. Right. I'm very grateful that you ended up showing up today, to be honest with you. I didn't know if I was going to get an answer, um, but you definitely showed up. Yeah, because I, I'm on like Facebook now. You know, yeah. before that, you know, I would say people would say you want to do something. I said, oh, just chase me down in the street. Yeah. People would do it. Kathy Mike would be channel tall. She's working there like for almost 40 years. She yeah. chased me down to the street by the public market to do a story. Wow. You, you know, she was like in her mid 60s. I referred to her as somebody in her late 60s on the video. Mm -hmm. She yeah. says, Why'd you say that? I'm only 65. <laughs> really? She's like, Don't put no age yeah, on right, me. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, what is the most memorable time you've been on a, a platform that stands out for you? Well, like that Vice video? Well, okay, gotcha. Oh, yeah, that Vice video, basically, that was all set up in a couple of days, too. Seriously. I had no idea, like, who they're going to send over or what it's going to be like. It was all done at the spur of the moment. So after yeah. they filmed something in my house, they said, let's go over to Mobcraft Place because they named the beer for me. Yeah, okay. And that was all set up, basically, right away, like a couple of days. Well, you, you've also had um, songs made up. Oh, for yeah, you. like... The guy that did the song was in this place, the Oklahansky's, like not yeah. that long ago. Yeah. Two and a half stars. You know, John Newcomb. Hey, John, how you doing? Do you know who John Newcomb is? Yeah, he's a school teacher. He's the guy that wrote the song, you know? Yeah, he's, he's, he was my kindergarten teacher. Really? Yeah. That's how I met you that night. Oh, yeah. Because I came to meet him after decades of not. I, he, came, he popped up on a Facebook, and um, yeah, I saw him, and I'm like, is that Mr. Newcomb? Is that Mr. Newcomb? With you a guitar in his hands? School, did you? 
Huh? You go to that Rogers Street School? R- Riley. I went to Riley okay, Whitcomb. Okay. Um, right. Over the Lincoln Overpass. Right, right. Right there. Right. Um, yeah, I went there first and second grade. And um, mid, no, 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 kindergarten and first grade. He was my kindergarten teacher. So kindergarten, first grade. But when I met him that night, he co- contacted you and you you showed up. And right, th- right. that's how I finally met you. So it, it, it took me... Coming to see my my uh, kindergarten teacher to end up meeting you. <laughs> yeah, at Newcomb, I think he was uh, teacher of the year one year. Yeah, right. I, I believe it. He was a great teacher. I I never forgot about him after I left. I often went back, and then the last time I had went back, that's when they told me he had basically yeah he was done at Riley, and it was it's kind of it's kind of a heartbreak because I'm like, where did he go? And then all these years later, you know, you. Uh, he just pops up. I see he's in a band, and um, yeah, it was awesome. We 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 met he, met up here in this establishment. Right, this Newcomb guy. You know, like he volunteers for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. This is a guy everybody knows him. Like in the Bayview area, he's real. Everybody likes this guy. Yeah, right. Great guy. You've literally been such a iconic person for the city. What is it that you want to be remembered for? Well, the thing is, you know, remembered. Um, what a legacy. Okay. You know, it's just somebody like basically that likes the city of Milwaukee, likes to represent Milwaukee in a positive way. Yeah. And, you know, just out and about all the time. Mm-hmm. Nothing like more than that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't really look at myself as anything special, you know? Yeah. What if they made a statue of you, like kind of like they did Fonz? Yeah, they would have, if they spent a million dollars, but I wouldn't want like some cheap, you know, it'd have to be down at the finest materials, you know, just kidding. <laughs> what, uh, what, what type of movement would you want to be in a walking motion as a statue or? <laughs> right. Hey, believe it or not, Henry Winkler, I got a chance to meet him like when he was at the height of his Fonzie fame, he was at the Variety Cup telethon, you know, at uh, Old Schrader Hotel, you know, now it's the Hilton. Mm-hmm. But there were so many people, he's such a huge star, people rushed him and almost knocked him right off the balcony in that hotel. Yeah. Hey, this Henry Winkler guy, most people don't know, he was the number one TV star of the 1970s. Mm-hmm. He went from making like 2000 a week to 100000 a week. Yeah. This guy was a superstar. Don't, you know, you look at this guy now with the gray hair and all that. When this guy played Fonzie, basically, he was the number one TV star for years. Yeah. Huge star. That show was set here in Milwaukee. You, you live in Milwaukee your whole life. Have you ever traveled outside? I only went outside once to go to Chicago, see the museum, basically in a school trip. That's it. Really? Yeah. I have no interest in going traveling anywhere. You're just Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> I could care less what any you know, all our places are. You know. Oh, my boy. <laughs> Milwaukee's home, the good old 414. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to our youth out in the city right now? Just You got a free spirit. for So, so for any type of free-spirited uh, person growing up in Milwaukee, what's the advice you would give them? I would tell, like, young people that get involved in sports, try to find hobbies, try to be active, you know, don't sit in the house, you know, try to eat right, you know, try to obey your parents and everything, and just try to be a good person overall, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate you. Um, you taking your time out, uh, busy schedule, walking around all over the city. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate you coming on. Um, I love that we did this. Uh, is it, uh, what, what platforms can people contact you on? Okay, you can get me on Messenger on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. Okay, about Facebook and Instagram now. Yeah? Right. Are you working on your way to YouTube? You will be with this, this platform. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll get it like on <laughs> YouTube. 
Yeah. The thing with that YouTube is, even if you have 100,000 subscribers, you, those people yeah. don't really make that money. Nah. No. Well, I know somebody that has one of those is that has 150,000 subscribers, and she says she, if she wasn't married and her husband had a job, she couldn't make it alone on that 150,000 subscriber thing. Oh, wow. Man, I'm trying. <laughs> you have to get up to a couple million, really, if you're going to make any money on it. Yeah. Well, um, Melvarine, I appreciate you taking your time out. And, um, you know, I'll see you around, I'm pretty sure. And uh, with that, thank you for coming on. You're welcome. All right. Well, with that, spearhead out.